Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Ryan. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. I love your name. It's a beautiful name. It's probably the best <laughs> name ever. <laughs> well, thank you for having me on your show. You're welcome. Excited to talk to you. So let's kick this off. Tell my audience of Morning Upgraders who you are, what you do for a living, and then something you are grateful for right now. I am a two-time failure at entrepreneurship. I'm on my third business. I'm in the real estate space, just starting a nonprofit to do some financial literacy for potential home buyers. And my passion or my callings, I'm still, uh, to be honest, I'm almost 50 years old. I'm still chasing them, but I, I have found that the more I serve and the more I give back to others in this space of real estate or financial services space, I'm happiest. And one thing I'm thankful for is being busy on a daily basis and being able to come on a podcast like yours and be able to you know, share what I'm doing. I think the, the topic of purpose, um, giving back and all that, um, so I'm 44. I think about that more than ever to the point where it's kind of annoying how much I think about it. Not that I, I mean, I, I like, I like what I do and life is good and all that, but I feel like, and we're similar ish in age. And maybe it's like you feel like the time is ticking and you want to, you want to do something that matters. But I don't know. Do you think it's, do you think others think about this too? The, the, the concept of purpose? I think they do. But I, I, I had this conversation with a guest on my podcast last week. And it seems like purpose and passion has been kind of wiped out. And it's kind of a uh, four-letter word. And being able to go after something you're, you're passionate about is, is something you should do to make yourself happy, one, but two, to help others. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think it took me too long in my life to find it. And now that I'm there, it evolves on a daily basis. But when people ask and say, hey, I want to be like you or I want to I do things like you... I tell them it's been a, a lifelong journey. And the one thing I can tell you that is consistent on that journey is you have to be persistent in what you want out of life. You can't sit on the couch, eat bonbons and expect that you're going to become you know, whatever you're trying to do, whether it be an astronaut or a, a doctor or a dentist, whatever. You, you got to put the time and effort into your, into your life. And if you don't, it, it ends up being you know, somewhat of regret. And that's just horrible. You know, I'm reading this book right now by this author, Michael McLean, I think his name is. Uh, he's had multiple businesses and and it's, it's a really interesting book. Uh, it's very different. But one of the things I read this morning, he was saying that hard work equals happiness. And I was like, ah, that actually is kind of true because at least from my point of view, because if you're working hard, you're working on your purpose, passion, whatever, uh, you're productive. At least those are some of the things that fuel my happiness. And so I thought that was an interesting way of looking at it. I like that. I mean, hard work is has been kind of left behind in society today too. We don't talk about that very often. But the other piece of that, not just the hard work, is like I said earlier, is being persistent and consistent. I mean, yes. failure is part of the journey. It's not an end all, believe me. I think, and you could probably tell the same story for yourself, is we've all been to a point where our back has been against the wall and we're like, what are we going to do? And it ends up at some point during that journey, at that moment in time, we find a way out of it. As an entrepreneur, a small business owner, as a, a father, a, a husband, whatever, you have those moments in life and those are, those are really life-changing. And to be able to have those and then share them with others to learn from those experiences 
is crucial in growing. And failure is not a, a four-letter word. It's actually part of getting outside of your comfort zone and truly actually putting yourself out there and going after your passions. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you're right. The consistency is important because you're going to have ups and downs. But as long as you're consistent and taking action every day, you're going to get through those down points and you're going to find the up points right around the corner. But if you give up, then, you know, then that's, then it's game over. Um, so I think yeah. it's a really important message. There is. So, Ryan, let's talk about your morning routine. How do you start your days? Between 4.30 and quarter to five, I get up, my dog moves, we go out for a walk, come back, I shower, get all that ready. And then I have 30 to 45 minutes of where I just sit down and just kind of journal my thoughts and things that I want to accomplish. I do have a daily motivational that I read that helps me get inspired, gets me uh, going with my goals. And then after that, I start my day and, and I just go. But that, that 30 to 45 minutes is just quiet time for me to be able to tune out the, no- the noise of the world and focus on me, what I'm thankful for, what I'm trying to accomplish, but also just kind of ground myself and, and say, okay, here's what we're doing for today. Because I struggle, uh, like other people, I struggle with you know the future. For some reason, I don't look back. I always look forward in the things that in the future, as they say, looking forward is anxiety, looking back is depression. Well, I get anxious about the things that I want to accomplish, but I stay grounded by being in the moment and in the day. And that time, that 30 to 45 minutes really helps me do that. With the, the walking of your dog, how many, how many steps are you doing per day? Between 10 and 12,000. Okay, that's really good. And I like that you said journaling too. I mean, we mentioned, we talk about that a lot on this podcast, but I've been doing it a lot lately. And I think there's, there's a lot to it, you know, just that pen to paper, clean slate, get thoughts out. It's very therapeutic, I found. So for those listening, if you haven't tried it, it might sound silly, like a diary almost, uh, but just give it a try. I think, you'll, I think you'll, you'll find it very useful if you give it, give it enough time to really work and marinate on your mindset. And it also helps with, you know, things that are on top of your mind that you want to write down and then you come back to. I, I typically will write down some thoughts and some wins from the day before. And then I'll have some questions for myself that have triggered. Uh, and then I take, I can come back to those later in the day or the next day to answer them. But it always spurs me on for more and saying, okay, can I do this or can I do that? And one of the things, one of the big things for me that came out of it, was the financial coaching or the financial literacy that we're doing it, through a nonprofit. And I had no clue how to do a nonprofit, how to set it up, 501c3, and go through that process. And it's been 12 months before the IRS has come back and said, okay, you know, we're ready to go type of thing. But that's how I came up with that idea to be able to walk through that and say, how can we give back to those individuals that are looking for those tools and those skills but I don't need to do it as a for-profit. Let's do it as a non-profit and raise, raise money that way. Had no clue. So it, it, it helped me get down that path. I find journaling can evolve too. Like for example, right now my journaling, I'm taking this course called Man Alive by Gavin Top. And it's like a 20 day, 21 day course. And there's like, you know, every day you read something and then there's questions and prompts. And so I've been using my journaling time to go through that course. And so, you know, it can evolve. There's different, uh, it's the basics is pen to paper. But there's different forms that it can take. And that's, that's the fun part. Of course. I mean, it, it, it tailors to your needs and to what you're, you're wanting to do. Some people don't like pen to paper. I mean, I'm older, I guess I would say. I enjoy, and like you said, it's therapeutic. But it also connects better with me. So like when I read, I enjoy a book. 
a physical book over an ebook, but there's certain ebooks that I'll, I'll read that are for fun, but ones that I'm really trying to get into and, and learn something from, they're a physical book. Yeah, I'm the same way. I've Kindle, but I prefer physical book. I want to go back to purpose for a second because I thought of something I, I should have asked you. I think there, I think it'll be helpful for the audience. You said you had two failed attempts at entrepreneurship, and now you found your your purpose. Uh, I think you said real estate and this nonprofit. What is it about this current your current situation that you did not have in the first two? It boils down to one word: greed. The first two were all about money. They were in line with what I was doing prior to uh, in corporate America. I ran call centers collection agencies, uh, underwriting department. So it all dealt with money and money was the driver. And when when you're trying to chase the almighty dollar or trying to keep up the Joneses, it doesn't work. And, you know, I left with $100,000 worth of debt and I couldn't file bankruptcy because I had to go back to corporate America to be able to take care of myself and pay my bills. And so the thing I had to come up with is how could I find something within the financial space that I truly enjoyed or could help people with, but also at the same time, make an impact, but also have a living. And it took almost probably from the time that last business failed to me starting the next business, about three and a half years, four years before I came up with the concept and it's evolved and it's still evolving on a daily basis. And the biggest thing is it now became the more I do for others the more comes back to me. And it just, it becomes a financial purpose and, and, and money's not the leading indicator. Those three years must have been, must have been tough. Um, let's talk about happiness and fulfillment. So if you bring yourself back to those three years, those, that three-year stretch, like how did you, with all that, all that debt and you're trying to figure out what you're going to do, how did you, like you feed your happiness and fulfillment and keep yourself going during those three years? Is there anything that stands out? It was hard in the beginning. I'd probably say I was... I'm an outgoing person and I was pretty much a stuck to myself type of a person for probably six to nine months because I was more embarrassed than anything that I failed. And at that point, I didn't understand what the failure meant and how failure should shape me and be able to grow as a human being. Once I started connecting back up with other people that were in the entrepreneurial space and small business owners, I started getting that that fire back. And there was three people in, in particular that were really in my corner that helped me understand what, what I wanted to do and then how that was going to look. And it evolved over time. But those three individuals really kept me going. They, they really supported me and understood what I was going through because they, they too had failed businesses and understood what that looked like, how it felt and what it dealt, what it did to that person. You know, because spiritually, mentally, emotionally, it wrecks you. And you have to find a way to get back up off the floor and put yourself back out there and go after what you're looking for. And it's not easy. And people say, I'll get back up and get going. It is not easy. It took me a, a tremendous amount of time to be able to say, I failed and here's what happened and be able to take that and then turn it into something positive. Yes. Slumps aren't easy, you know, and, uh, I knew me personally, I can get myself into a pretty big funk and I'll let myself just feel those feelings and just, you know, rest a little bit. And I know it's not always going to be up. You need, you need, you need the downs to, to feel the ups and it's the human experience. But, uh, for me, it's, I'm, well, it's two things. One, one, one of the things is something you mentioned is the accountability and having a mastermind. So that's really key. Was it a mastermind or was it just a group of 
guys that you would get together every, every get together with every once in a while? It was a group on Meetup that I just started joining. It was local in my market. At that time, I lived in Salt Lake City, Utah. And I just started going. It was an entrepreneurial group. And it was part of business failures and life failures. And, and they just started talking on it. And then I connected with three of these people. And it just kind of went from there. And we all kind of sat at each other's you know tables and helped one another. They were helping me more than anything. But I could help them from a corporate side or running something larger to where I felt like I was bringing something to the table at the at that time because I was pretty uh, depressed, I would say, and, and just not happy with myself. I felt like a wreck, a mess. Yeah. Well, good for you for taking a step to be vulnerable and opening up to those guys where, where they can help you. I think the mastermind concept, if you want to call it that, is really important. I, I've been part of one for seven years now. And uh, it's important to have people you can be vulnerable with, you know, and not just keep it in like a locked box, you know. You got to get it out. I mean, your failures, you need to have some type of outlet, whether it be family members, friends, whatever. You have to have something to be able to take that negativity or that that failure and push it out. Because if you let it reside inside of you, man, it just eats you up forever and ever and ever. And then the second point I was mentioning, just to close the loop on what I was saying about getting out of a slump, first thing was accountability, mastermind group. The second thing is just take an action because you can let yourself just feel those feelings and and this is just through my personal experience but um feel those feelings and just you know let yourself recharge but you know for me at least like taking action is really where the the slump starts to go away and really you have you know things don't don't get better until you take action so it makes sense but i think the process of just being busy and taking action crossing things off your to-do list it slowly starts to improve my mood and i found that eventually the slump is gone and so two things right there I agree. And, and the, the biggest piece that you were talking about is the action. Until you start taking the action, you can't get yourself out of that, that hole or, or that slump, what you were saying. And, and that's, that's key. And that's what I found is once I started taking action and it was consistent action, things started changing. It didn't happen overnight by all means, but it, it started moving. And once that train left the station, it started changing my life. We're getting close to the end. I want to ask about the meaning of life, which is what I, typically end with nowadays. I want to ask you a second question too. So my first my first of two questions, and then we'll wrap this up by you telling everyone how they can reach you or connect with you, I should say. You're in real estate now. I'm not sure what part of real estate, what that looks like, but what's working for you right now in terms of growing that, that, growing that part of the business? We're in the affordable slash workforce housing development. So we build uh, houses from the ground up on infilled lots. And the demand there is it doesn't wane even when interest rates are are crazy because there's always somebody looking to buy a home, and especially first time home buyers. Most states have great down payment assistance programs, and then they're they're doing buy down rates. So what's working in that space is just being consistent in putting your message out there and sharing what we're doing and trying to educate people. I'm not trying to sell them. We post anywhere between four to six times across our social media channels on a daily basis, just sharing thoughts, comments, things going on in the industry, but better yet, provoking thought when it comes to renting versus owning a home. Not meaning that we're trying to convince somebody to be a homeowner. Let's think about what rent looks like, what owning a home looks like, and does it work for you? And just starting those conversations, that's what really works for us is just keeping ourselves out there and having healthy conversations. Makes sense. People need to know what you do and what, how you can help them. And so and that starts with communicating and spreading the word. So that uh, makes yep. a lot of sense. Well, I've got one last question for you. 
and then we'll wrap up with you sharing your website or whatever you want to share. The meaning of life. It's uh, through through your lens, and I think you said you're 50. So the the, the 50 years that you've been on this planet, as it stands right now, uh, what is the meaning of life? Truly going after your passions, being happy, knowing what your financial purpose is, and being able to share that life with family members, friends, loved ones, and just being comfortable and happy in your own skin and tuning out the noise. You're going to attract people to sit at your table that are going to support you to the nth degree. All the other people out there that are the naysayers, tune them out and just go live your life and be happy. Don't worry about what others are telling you or saying about you. I know it's easier said than done, but once you tune out the noise, whether it be positive or negative, you start living your life and in your passion start coming true. Being happy in your own skin, that is that is an excellent thought. That's something so hard to do, but so important. Thanks, yeah. Ryan. You're um, welcome. If uh, people want to connect with you, where should we send them? TrueTalk.co. So T-R-U-T-A-L-K dot C-O. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks for everything you shared. Great job. And goodbye, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.